Yes, today I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about the Princess Half Marathon today. Mm. So as of the recording of this podcast, I am going to recap my half marathon experience from last year in 2023 because we didn't have a podcast oh, wow, that's last right. year. It was a year ago. Yep. But so one year ago, I ran the Princess Half Marathon in 2023. And by the time this podcast comes out, the Princess Half Marathon will be this upcoming weekend. So if you are currently flying down to Florida or driving down to Florida or, you know, just getting ready for the Princess Half Marathon weekend, yeah, you can listen to this podcast and I'll just let you know my experience being part of the half marathon weekend. So this year, the Princess Half Marathon in 2024, if you're listening live, is from February 22nd to the 26th. It's always the last full weekend of February. And this year, they're also doing the Disney Princess Yoga, which will be on the 26th. That's the Monday. So that is actually after Mm. the full weekend. So for instance, on Friday, we're going to have the 5K. Saturday is the 10K. And then Sunday is the half marathon. And then Monday is the Disney Princess Yoga. You do have to sign up for that. So make sure you, I mean, like you probably have already had sign up so for what are they going to do have yoga with the princesses there no so what it is is that you go into like magic kingdom at like six in the morning or something like that and all these women set out their yoga mats in front of like the castle cinderella's castle and there's like a big yoga session that's like in front of cinderella's castle okay it's honestly so cool i've seen people do it before i've seen the videos of it and then i think afterwards you can i don't know if you have to leave the park and then come back in like with your registered ticket or something i'm not sure how that works but i have seen people do it and it looks really cool when people do it because it's like you get you get to do yoga in front of cinderella's castle so okay. so cool but yeah I, I did not do that so well I doubt they let you stay in the park because they don't let you stay in the park after the race either for free yeah, I don't think you still so. have to have so, a ticket <laughs> well I mean like in the in the race though you you don't end in the park though so I don't know right but anyway though but yeah so that's kind of how it's going to go every year the races are hosted by one of the princesses hence this is why this is the princess half marathon so this year the 5k is hosted by Ariel the 10k is Rapunzel and the half marathon is Tiana and they also do do the Disney fairy tale challenge is what they call it which is if you run the 10k and the half marathon i do not know why it's not the 5k 10k yeah, and I half it was marathon. all three usually yeah, it's just the 10k and the half marathon is like 19 point something miles mm. and that is hosted by anna and elsa so yes yeah, so you can do i mean like lots of people will do the 5k and then you know the challenge as well but yeah i don't know why they don't have a challenge for all three so i'm not sure about that all right so now we're going to throw back to when i ran this race last year i only ran the half marathon so we came down on that saturday mm-hmm. by the time you get to the expo the expo is always going to be at the what's it called again the, the wide world of sports yeah the worldwide something of sports yeah. so it's always called the worldwide web of sports it's no, just like world. the worldwide sports, sports. complex or something mm-hmm. of espn there's always at that espn complex and so yeah so we got there saturday i guess around noonish is when me and ted got there because my partner and i drove down if you get there on the saturday just know most merchandise things will be sold out there's not going to be much for you to pick if you do want to make sure that you prioritize getting the merchandise that you want and the size that you want i would definitely recommend going to the first day of the expo <laughs> which usually is always on the thursday before the race so this year it'll be thursday february 22nd from 10 a.m to 8 p.m so yeah so whenever you go to the princess half marathon any of the run disney events i would just look up when the expo times are and just make sure you get there in time and i would definitely suggest trying to get there on the first or second day if you really want specific items in your size because by the time i got there they did have items like i got the official jacket for instance but again they were sold out of many sizes so you kind of had to pick over like what you wanted and the things that you know was going to have of course you can always do resale but resale can be quite expensive all right so i got just i didn't get many things for this one so I got my participant shirt. So everyone Disney race comes with a participant shirt that you pay for like in your registration fee. When I ran it last year, they also gave away free like little posters to everyone, like eight and a half by 11 posters, which are super cute. So I still have, I, I took two by accident. I didn't mean to take two, but I took two by accident. I still have both of mine that are kind of hung, have hung up by my running, my race stuff. I also bought a car magnet and I have the official race jacket as well. All of the pins sold out, unfortunately. So the only pin I could get was the annual pass holder pin. So luckily that last year, my parents were annual pass holders so I 
was able to get the pin because of my parents, but just note that all of the pins that said the year on it and had the race, you know, on it were all sold out oh. by the last day. So like, again, except for the annual pass holder ones, of course, that you do need to be an annual pass holder. I did not write down the prices, unfortunately, in my vlog. So <laughs> I don't have the prices down here. But yeah, but then that night, you know, we, we were staying at Bay Lake at the time. So we went back to Bay Lake. Right. And then I had Caraba's DoorDash and I ate a cupcake, the monorail cupcake before the night before right. the race. So she had to go to bed early. Yeah. So I guess other things I would just quickly mention before we get to race day is that I did vlog this entire experience. So if you want like to, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. I will have that linked in the description of this podcast episode. And you can watch the full vlog. It's about oh, 30 minutes. Vlog, right? I show a lot of footage of me actually running the race. Like mm -hmm. you will see me on the course running the race, filming myself, filming the characters that I saw. A lot of footage is on that. So I would definitely recommend checking out that vlog. It definitely is a good one. But all right, now we are to race day. And I'll say too, at the end, we're going to have my mom give her experience. I'm just running through my whole experience. And then my mom will give from her perspective what it was like being part of the Princess Half Marathon weekend. All right, so on race day, I my alarm clock went off at 2.30 in the morning and I was out the door at 3.07. Again, we are staying at Bay Lake Towers, which is connected to the Contemporary Resort. So I took the monorail from the Contemporary to the Ticket and Transportation Center and then switched from like at the Ticket and Transportation Center to the monorail to Epcot. I was on the monorail in the Contemporary Resort by 3.14 a.m. There were many others at this time also getting on the monorail. So there was lots of people getting on the monorail. I was not the only one. And then I arrived at Epcot, again, you know, going through the Ticket and Transportation Center at 3.36 a.m. By the time I got there at 3.30, there were lots of people there for sure. And there were lots of people taking photos with Spaceship Earth because you can't go into the park, but kind of like before you get into the park, there's, you know, lots of photo ops. Lots of people taking photos. I took a selfie. The selfie came out really bad. That selfie never saw the light of day. <laughs> so <laughs> this is also the last area you can use normal bathrooms before it becomes all porta potties. So there will be long lines for the bathrooms right here, kind of in the entrance of Epcot. So if you do want to use a normal bathroom before it becomes all porta potties, definitely make sure you just wait in line for that. Although I will say, because there are so many porta potties and because there are kind of regular bathrooms along the route, I find that run Disney porta potties aren't really as like gross as other porta potties oh, can okay. be in other races. They're really not too bad, I would say. Mm. But yeah, definitely lots of porta potty options in the future though for you to do your, your pre-race pee. <laughs> Like all other Run Disney races, you will pass the finish line on your way to the main part of like the runner's area. This is the same area you'll be in at the end of the race as well. So again, you start and end basically kind of around the same area. So because of this, there's lots of places to sit down. There's food booths where you can buy food. You will eventually pass through this area that it will be very obvious. It'll say runners only where again, it's runners only. And there will be a whole line of U-Haul trucks. And this is where you will be able to check your bags. So if you have, they call it like gear check. You'll be able to check your bags with the U-Haul. You will drop it off of the U-Haul to give you a little ticket and you will pick up your bag at the same U-Haul. So your bag is literally not going anywhere. It's just going to sit in that U-Haul until you are done with the race and you come back. I kind of like that. I know if you've done other races, if you're a runner, some races you have to bus it. So for instance, you literally put your bag onto a school bus and then the school bus will drive your bag down to the finish line and then you will pick it up. Lots of room for movement around that mm -hmm. that some people get nervous about, especially with like valuables. Although I would always say you probably should not be checking valuables no. really in this bag. Right. But I know some people but don't have- Some people have, have yeah. to have their identification. Saying, they have yeah, things, some people everything. don't have an option. So I totally get right. that. But I will say these do seem pretty secure that your item is sitting that U-Haul fully monitored the whole time and then you just pick it up right, at the they're end. staying put. Also, once you pass into the runners only area, there are a lot of porter potties exclusive to runners. This is more for the end of the race so that, because again, that finishing area, anyone can go to that finishing area for the most part, rather runners or non-runners. So people who are just curious to see what's going on can just wander that whole area if they want to. So in the runners only area, there's like exclusive porter potties just for runners. And trust me, there are definitely a lot. All right, so now you're going to make the long walk to the starting line. This is like Run Disney is notorious for having 
an extremely long walk from that finishers area that like running area to the actual start of the race because you start like on the highway sort of and I, I i don't really know the area around epcot that well like all the highways around it too well so mm, i can't exactly either. pinpoint exactly where it is mm. i will say when we drive on it i can pinpoint it i'll be like this is where we start right here <laughs> i can feel it when i get there but otherwise though it's hard for me just to like describe there's so many loud. different roads that come out of there <laughs> but just note you will definitely be walking at least a mile to two miles before the start of the race so just kind of keep that in mind that it is quite a long walk like for instance from the monorail to the starting line i would estimate it's about a mile and a half to two miles so yeah so just keep that in mind it definitely is a long walk a lot of people will be walking it though so if you don't know where it is just follow the crowd mm-hmm. you will definitely find it for sure so don't worry too much at this point it was about 4 a.m and i ate my pop tart that was my pre-race snack was my pop tart at the time right now i'm training with something different right now so we'll see my next race what i train with all right so when i got to the starting line of the crowds the crowds were sort of looped around in a circle which was very confusing for me at first because it like i didn't really know where i was going at first because it was different from when i ran the 2020 marathon as part of run disney so it was a little bit different so just keep in mind if you don't really know where you're going there are going to be volunteers and cast members who are out there kind of like directing people where to go and if you really don't know just again just look around and ask people every runner i've ever met is always super friendly runners generally tend to be some of the friendliest people you'll ever meet (laughs) and they're always willing to give directions and help someone out so definitely just ask around definitely don't be shy people are very friendly especially at run disney races you're literally in disney world most people are going to be friendly Friendly. and excited to be there i was in corral a the first and only time i'll probably ever be in the first corral Corral. race and i say that because i'm really not a fast runner at all i just have run a few quicker races in my past that allowed me to be in corral a but yet normally i'm not in the first corral so i will say though if you are in corral a or b which are the first corrals all the way at the very end by the starting line like the actual starting line there are porter potties all the way down there so if you are worried that you need to pee before you get down there there are going to be a few porter potties not exclusive but like four people in the in the first few corrals you don't have to walk all the way back to like the beginning of like where the corrals start so don't worry too much i got to my corral at 4 11 a.m and then by 4 50 a.m we started the short walk because you kind of have like a little bit of space between like where the corrals start to where the actual starting line is so we kind of like walked a little bit up to the starting line right before 5 a.m the the gun went off for wheels disney i think there were only two people doing wheels disney when i did the race so there weren't that many wheels disney's at that time and sometimes for the races they will have a corral like aa so to speak like a corral that goes before the first corral that's for the elite runners this race did not have that so Mm. it was just wheels disney and then straight into my corral again some races will have like two like the elite runners and then corral a will actually start corral a we went off right at 5 a.m exactly 5 a.m it went off and i will say one of my favorite parts about run disney that they do is that for each corral they will have a big send-off and i love that they do that so no matter what corral you're in they will have a huge send-off like a huge like you know explosion they will have fireworks they sing a song when i ran the race the half marathon was moana themed so they're singing songs from moana when i went off and they had you know moana characters like cheering everyone from for the beginning of the race and every corral from a to i think it goes down to f i think is what it is a to f every time they will have a big send-off and i love that because i have done races where if you were in one of the last corrals and i have been in one of the last corrals they just do nothing and you feel <laughs> a bit like, sad okay, yeah. just catch up with everybody else <laughs> no, basically that's how it is for many races Aww. that they just say like all right and corral d is going oh, and then that's it you just that's start it. there's just nothing so i do love that it made run, everybody feel special yeah i do love that run disney will have fireworks at, for everyone you know yeah. fireworks a song everyone gets a big send-off it's very exciting and definitely i would say to take that moment in because it's so special even if this is your first race or if it's like your 15th race it's always going to be special when you're starting a race like this again you're up at five in the morning to run this race <laughs> which is one of the reasons i would never even yeah. think about on the, it. on the highway of central florida <laughs> like it's not you know like most of this race is not going to be super glamorous yes so all right so i now i'm going to list all of the characters that i saw along the race so when i ran this race i did not run for time i made it very clear i was running this for a fun time i wanted to stop and take 
photos with every character that I want to take photos with. And I did for the most part, take photos with almost every character. So in order of, or about order, it's not fully perfectly in order, but it's kind of for the most part in order. All right, so first I saw Ray. I did not take a photo with Ray because she had a really long line. She was the first person. So she had, even though I was in Corral A, she already had a long line. <laughs> so I didn't take a photo of Ray. Same thing with Jasmine. I skipped Jasmine as well. At the time when I ran it, Jasmine was hosting the 5K. So a lot of people wanted photos with Jasmine. But I did skip those two because yeah, like the, the first few characters are always going to have the longest lines because people are going to see them and immediately want to take photos with them. Same thing with the Porter Potties too. The first set of Porter Potties will always have the longest lines because people who weren't able to go right before the start of the race will go along go. the race. So if you can hold it into the second Porter Potty like loop, you definitely try to hold it in if you're able to. But if not, you may just have to wait on a short line. Then I saw Merida. I saw Mulan. Mulan was with Shang and Mushu. I saw Belle and the Beast. I saw the Chinese drummers, Princess Sophie. I saw Mickey by the train station. So he's sort of standing above the train station when you got to Magic Kingdom. In Magic Kingdom, I saw Alice and the White Rabbit. I also saw Tiana in Magic Kingdom and Woody and Jesse were in Frontierland. Then right when I got out of Magic Kingdom, I saw the villains, which were for me, Cruella, the Evil Queen, and Maleficent standing in front of Maleficent's dragon. That's part of the parade. Also saw Anna and Elsa, Tinkerbell, and another fairy. I don't know. I let the literally what I wrote because she was with another fairy, but I could not tell you what, what who that yeah, fairy was. Yeah, you have was. to be up on those. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not really into, I, it's from like her cartoon series on Disney+. Mm -hmm. Plus. I've never seen her cartoon series right. that came out after I was a little bit more grown. I saw Sleeping Beauty and her prince, the genie, Goofy, Pluto, Cowbella, Monkey, like the monkey from, I wrote Monkey in Carpet. <laughs> it's the monkey, what's his name? Um, Abu. I saw Abu. Oh, Abu. That's an, Abu from okay. Aladdin and the Magic Carpet. And then Fancy Nancy. I have no idea who Fancy Nancy no, is. No so let idea. me tell you, she had no line. <laughs> no taking photos because of Fancy probably, Nancy. She's probably a newer character for kids or well, something. Well, yeah, I think she's from Disney Junior, but yeah. yeah, no one was taking photos of Fancy Nancy. I felt kind of bad for her, but I skipped her too. Sorry to Fancy Nancy. <laughs> and yeah, that was all the characters I saw along the race. So again, lots of characters, opportunities. They all have a, like a little thing next to them. So it's like a full photo opportunity that mm -hmm. you get to be with. Because I was in Corral A, a lot of the characters didn't have very long lines. However, I do know in the later corrals, there can be very long lines for some of these characters. So that is a bit unfortunate. However, when you are running, so I looked at the course this year, the course is the same as when I ran it the, in previous years. When you're running to Magic Kingdom, you're going to be on that long highway. I think everyone knows that highway you're on when running to Magic Kingdom. And then there's the highway coming back. There's really only one main way there and one main way coming, like mm -hmm. returning to Epcot. Along that like patch of grass, they're going to have characters there. That's where I saw Mulan. So for instance, when I was running to there, there was a line for Mulan, but obviously there's no way I was skipping Mulan. So I waited on the short line for Mulan. When I was finished with Magic Kingdom on my way back, she was still there and there was no line because at that point, most people had already taken photos with her. So when I realized that, I realized I probably could have waited until I swung back around after Magic Kingdom. Unless she was like taking a break when you came by. And yeah, then, so you, know. you kind of risk it to see. Yeah. So I would say if there's a long line, one of those characters, and you don't really care too much about them, risk it, go through Magic Kingdom and see if they're on the way back. But again, just know you may miss them if you come on the way back if you don't want to wait on the line. So for me, the longest lines during the race was Jasmine and Belle. They definitely had very long lines, especially Belle and the Beast. I really wanted to do Belle, but she had a very, very long line. And I just wasn't sure if I was willing to wait on that long of a line. It's hard to tell how long it's going to be. And I also want to note too that Cinderella, Moana, Raya, and Rapunzel were all at the end of the race. So again, some from when I ran the race, Moana was hosting the half marathon and Cinderella was hosting the fairy tale challenge. So they were all the way at the end of the race. So after you got your medal, you would wait on like a proper real line oh, and right. then you would meet them afterwards, like with your medal post-race. So that was kind of nice because 
says the whole time I was running it and if you watch the vlog you're hearing me say as I'm running like all I wanted to do was meet Cinderella because I dressed up as Cinderella. Again Cinderella growing up she was one of my favorite princesses so I really wanted to do Cinderella. She also low-key is a very easy princess to dress up as so that's also <laughs> kind of why I picked it. You don't have to do too crazy with an outfit or colors or whatever. But yeah but I dressed up as Cinderella and so I really wanted to meet her and the whole time I'm running especially it was in Magic Kingdom I thought I was going to see her. Didn't see her the whole race and after a while I was just like where is Cinderella and then I realized she's at the end of the race which makes sense because those characters again are going to have the longest lines. So yeah so that made sense. Saw her at the end of the race which is super exciting. All right so you don't see many people the whole race until you get to the ticketing transportation center at Magic Kingdom. Basically the whole time you're running there is going to be no one. There's just going to be empty highway. Yes. Disney is very good at setting up these jumbo screens that will have like videos playing. They'll have videos from like like interviews playing with characters or like uh, voice characters. They'll have cartoons playing on the videos. One time they, I think they were playing a full-on movie like if you just want to oh, sit wow. there and watch a movie. <laughs> they will also have a lot of water stations with like bands playing like local high school bands will come and play along the sidelines too which is really exciting. Sometimes they have choirs. Again the Chinese drummers is like a local drumming band. I'm not really sure what they're called honestly that you'll see along. So they fill the sidelines a little bit with like things provided by Disney but people-wise you will not see any people until you get to the ticketing transportation center and I note that because if you have family or friends who want to see you actually running not just at the end of the race they will have to be there essentially either in the parking lot of Magic Kingdom or in Magic Kingdom itself along Main Street. So because we were staying at the Contemporary Resort my family was at Bay Lake at the time. I passed them around 5.45, 5.50 in the morning because I wrote I got to Magic Kingdom at 5.50 a.m. so probably about 5.45 is like was, was when, I, when I was passing Bay Lake. My partner Ted did come outside but the way that the race was running is that I was running on like the left side of the road mm -hmm. and then there's a divider and then there's the right side of the road and then the people from Bay Lake and Contemporary were standing there. There were about maybe 10 people total standing there. It wasn't like there's a lot of people there but there was a cast member standing there preventing them from walking over to the actual racetrack and preventing runners from running over there as well. So it did have a little bit of security given it was a thin veil of security. Mm -hmm. It was one person so I if you really wanted to you probably could have yeah. but me and Ted did not. We chose not to. I didn't even get a photo of him. He got a photo of me running but it literally is so dark because it was 5.45 in the morning. The sun hadn't come up yet. So it was so dark, but it was mm -hmm. nice to see him as I ran by. Because when I ran the full marathon, the way the track worked was that you were on the other side of the road. So you mm -hmm. actually ran right past everyone who was standing there. Right, we were there. all down there. Yeah, and it was also later in the day too, mm -hmm. though. So like more people were like awake, you know, before yeah. 6 a.m. But yeah, I just want to know that too, that if you are staying at the contemporary, just keep that in mind that it's like there may be a little bit of security. You may not be able to get close, get close to your to family and friends to like take a photo or something. And depending upon what time of day it may be, it may be quite dark <laughs> still when you see them. Mm -hmm. Sorry, so yeah, I got to Magic Kingdom at 5.50 in the morning and by 5.52, I was on Main Street. I filmed this entire section. So from me entering Magic Kingdom to me running on Main Street, the whole thing is filmed and in the vlog if you would like to watch. It is so special to run on Main Street. Like every, I, I've only done it twice, but both times, but it's so special to see. And it's funny when I was rewatching this vlog, my, the vlog in preparation for this podcast episode, I had just gone to Disneyland Paris less than a month before running this race. So you'll hear me say as I enter into Magic Kingdom, it looks just like Disneyland Paris <laughs> because I was just in Disneyland Paris. So it is crazy how similar Disneyland Paris and Magic Kingdom and Disneyland all look. But it is very cool to see all the people. And then you hit mile five right on Main Street, which is so cool. I love that Disney really plans out the miles so that you hit a mile marker right on Main Street. I think when I ran the marathon, I hit mile 10 on Main Street. I can't mm -hmm. remember how it was, but yeah, but we did hit a mile marker right there. When you're in the park as well, there are a lot of photo pass photographers throughout Magic Kingdom. You'll see them wearing like the classic neon green shirts and a lot of them will have like the neon green tents near them. So they're a little bit easier to spot as well. So there will be a lot of photo pass photographers in Magic Kingdom. There will also be a lot too just along the, the course of the route as well, but there's definitely a lot in Magic Kingdom to get lots of photos there. So definitely keep your eye out for them if you want special photos. I remember too that okay, because by the time I got into Magic Kingdom, it was still quite dark. So it would be a little bit different if the sun had come up. But right 
that you're walking under the castle because you do run on the castle. One of the best parts of the race, honestly, is running on the castle. There are these bright lights in your eyes. And as I'm running, I'm like, wow, what are all these bright lights for as I'm pictures. running? <laughs> it's because the photo pass people were right there, but I didn't see them because of the bright lights until I was passing <laughs> them. So in the vlog, I think I took a photo of it. I don't know if I was filming it necessarily. And then I saw them. So in my photo of it, it's me like holding my phone, taking a photo because I didn't know that they were there because I didn't see them because of the lights. And then later on, I will say, if you can time it better, I would try to time it for right when the sun is coming up because you do get better photos in Magic Kingdom when the sun is coming up. Before the sun comes up, a lot of the photos are going to be dark, honestly. So a lot of my photos are very dark. Because of the flash, you see me, but you see nothing really behind me. It's just very dark behind me. So unless you're really looking to see what's behind me, you can't really tell where in the park I am. I know just because I was there, but otherwise, oh, it's hard to tell. So if you can go into the park a little bit after the sun rises. You have to get in the lady corral. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be able to see more of what's behind you, which is kind of nice. And I also know that too, from when I ran the marathon, I did run through the park when the sun had already come up. By 6.08 a.m., I was out of the park and I took my running gel at mile seven. Mile seven, you're also already out of the park and well on your way, basically back running back to Epcot. The sunrise was around 6.28 in the morning and by then I was at mile eight. At 6.44 a.m., I saw the monorail my parents and Ted were on on their way to Epcot, which was honestly so cool because I was texting them when I was running and I was thinking that when you're on the highway, you're actually going to go to like an overpass. So you're going to turn and I wouldn't be able to see the monorail route anymore. Mm -hmm. So there was a water station at the very end. And I remember thinking, it's like, I'm going to wait here for a second because I could see the monorail coming up. And I was waving to them and I filmed it in the vlog. And I said, I think my parents are on this monorail. And I was right. They were on that monorail because I was waving and Ted said he did see me waving at the very end of the water station. So that was really cool, honestly. It's all timing. Yeah. <laughs> the other note I have is that there are more hills than you'd expect. <laughs> this is because you're going to be going up and down the overpasses of the highway. So yes, while the entire route overall is quite flat, there isn't a lot of elevation. There is a difference between elevation and hills. And I think hmm. a lot of like people who don't run don't realize that there is a difference between that. Yes, the elevation is not high, but that does not mean you're not running up and down hills. Uh -huh. And that is because you're running on a highway. You're going to have to go on the overpasses. So you're going to be running up, up and down the overpasses just to kind of get around, you know, just the way it is. Those hills in a car don't feel like much, but when you're running and you're kind of tired and it's humid, let me tell you, it was humid this morning. It was very sure. humid that day. It is always humid in Florida, <laughs> but mm. it was so humid that yeah, it's like when you get to those hills, you definitely do feel the fact that you're running up a hill in the humidity, especially as the sun is coming up. So I got to Epcot at 7.07 in the morning. And then when I actually entered into the park, I entered kind of around by Figment. I think you'll be entering the same area too this year. And then because the Flower and Garden Festival basically is starting right after this, this Run Disney race, all the topiaries are out. So mm -hmm. that's really cool too. You get to see the topiaries. When I was running, all the topiaries really had no one by them. So I was taking selfies during the race with the topiaries, <laughs> which was kind of fun. And then by 7.22 a.m., I was done and with my medal after after the race. So that year they gave us our medals in a little package. So often in races, they will have the medals out and they will kind of like put it over your head. This year they gave it everyone in the plastic package. I guess it gets like wrapped in when they order the medals. So it was wrapped in. I also got my snack box. I tend to not like the food and snack boxes, but I did get my little snack box. And then post race, we got breakfast at Contempo Cafe because at that point my family had obviously not eaten yet. It was right. like 7.30 <laughs> it was in the morning. Was, I had not early. eaten yet either. I, I just eating my, my running things. Mm -hmm. I ran the race in two hours, 21 minutes, 23 seconds with a 10.33 pace. Mile six was my longest mile because I was in the park like in Magic Kingdom during mile six. I think that one was like almost a 13 minute mile and that's because I was running really slow and just like enjoying the scenery. the scenery. And you're only in there for a little bit so you might as well just walk at the whole thing if you really want to honestly. And then afterwards we went to Magic Kingdom and then we spent the whole day in Magic Kingdom after the race. Mm -hmm. So all right that was kind of my notes for it. So yeah what was it from your perspective mom? Well from my perspective it was early. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously it's very early. We worry about her leaving the hotel so of course we're you know trying to yeah, monitor. Worry about me leaving the hotel in one of the safest areas. Yes I know but you know safe is, is a relative term. You know, we worry about it. I have 
about run that. races in much more sketchy areas. That's yes, for sure. <laughs> we know. Let's not t- let's not get into that. Yeah, let's but, not talk about Atlantic. City. Yes, <laughs> let's not talk about that one. But yes, no, definitely. We didn't have to worry that much. But I just you know you know that she's believing and you know doing whatever. It's so funny because like you can track mostly like you know you know where you are because we have the find my whatever. We put Ted in charge of that. Yeah. <laughs> we told Ted you be on the phone. You figure out what we're doing, where we're going. And like I said, it was it was nice that we got to go and see you. We did not do the five forty five outside because no. Ted went out to, to see that. So we yeah. figured that was good enough for them. <laughs> and then we met at the park. I have to say that it is very well run. Yeah. This time we did not, you know, there were no special packages, I don't think, to get at the finish line. We just got up to the finish line. And like I said, people are very nice. You get up to the finish line, you know you're at the finish line. And people who are waiting for their people, as soon as they take their pictures, they're going to leave. Yeah. So it's not like you have to worry about jockeying for a position or doing anything. It's you wait for the people who are waiting for their people to leave. And then as they do that, you kind of move up. So mm-hmm. I have to admit, everybody's nice. Everybody's fun. They have a lot of stuff going on at the finish line. Yep. After that, it's mostly just following you around <laughs> until you get your water and you get your food and you get your things. But it's it, it's really nice. I mean, for me, I'm not running. I'm never running. I'm not getting up at three o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I think she should definitely do a 5K with me. Yeah, Amanda so. keeps trying to get me to do the 5K. Not happening. If the 5K was run at 10 o'clock in the morning, I told maybe her I, would I would think about it. I told it. her we could do Wheels Disney and I would just push her no. a little running. No, 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 <laughs> no. no. But seriously, if, if it was if it started at maybe 10 o'clock in the morning that I had to be somewhere, that's a different story, but not at that kind of kind of morning. Well, it's there just, is a race I know that they do. There's a special race they do, a nighttime race in Animal Kingdom. It's a 5K in Animal Kingdom that they do. They don't do it every year. Hmm. And it's usually for cast members. It's like a cast member 5K mm-hmm. that's at night. I think it starts at like 11 o'clock or something like that at night that you run through Animal Kingdom. That's still and, too, that's still not in my schedule. And that <laughs> race looks so cool. That must to be run fun. through yes. only Animal Kingdom in yeah, the evening. That would people be go fun. on Everest, obviously. That's a huge ride of passage to right. Everest during a race. Right. I, I, I think I said this in my last one. Everest was, the park was not open when I ran through Animal Kingdom, so yes. I couldn't do that when right. I did it. No, I definitely agree, though, that it's like, again, like I was saying before, most runners and runners' families are usually generally pretty nice. I've never really yes. run into anyone like Yes, I've never run into anybody who was annoying or aggravating or, you know, in a way of people or getting nasty because they couldn't do something. Yeah. I find that people are all, at every race we've ever been to, and we've been to all of them so far yeah. it, that she's run, they're all very nice. Yeah, like generally speaking, the running community is very positive yes. and very like a nice place mm-hmm. to be. So I love being part of the running yeah. community. Anybody That's who's great. waiting at those finish lines are, are definitely supportive of their family. So they know that there are other people being supportive. You end up meeting a whole lot of nice people. You end up talking to people next to you and, you know, meeting people from different places and different things. So I have to admit that it's it's a pretty nice experience to be there when you come over the finish line, which is about as yes. <laughs> running as I'm going to get. <laughs> sure. The last thing I want to touch upon is the costumes. So I would mm-hmm. definitely recommend dressing up for the Disney races. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is going to be it's dressed amazing. up. It's yes. amazing. I would say in the race, I would say at least 75% of the people mm-hmm. are dressed in some kind of costume or some kind of like Disney bounding mm-hmm. type of wear, whether it be a full costume to just wearing like a themed t-shirt or something right. like that. So I would definitely recommend dressing up if you want to, as much as you'd like to, or as little as you'd like to, even if you're just wearing like a Disney t-shirt or something mm-hmm. like that, or Disney, like, you know, tank top, definitely do something because it is fun to kind of dress up and to have that as part of your race and your race experience. So again, I mentioned it before, I dressed up for this race as Cinderella. She was doing the fairy tale challenge, even though I didn't do the fairy tale challenge, mm-hmm. I still want to dress up as Cinderella. So I just DIY'd my costume. I didn't really want to spend too much money on it. So what I did is that I did buy a running skirt from, this is not sponsored obviously, but it's from Popflex, the tier, like the pirouette skirt that she sells. I got that one in like an ivory color. And I figured I got it in the ivory rather than the light blue since I could rewear it for other races. So this is a fun announcement, but I do plan on running the Princess Half Marathon mm-hmm. next, next year, year in 2025. So, so I will you, be running it next gonna year. Are you going to dress up off I there? don't know yet. <laughs> I want to see what the themes are first. And mm-hmm. then I think I'll decide because maybe I'll do one of the themes at the race 
will be in. But again, I bought that ivory skirt so I could rewear it. So I'm probably gonna be wearing the same skirt next year because it was an expensive skirt. And then I bought a blue tank top on Amazon. I think it came in a set of two. The tank top was very long. So I cut the bottom of it so it'd be kind of cropped. And then I used the fabric from the bottom of it to make the headband that I wore on top because Cinderella wears a headband. And then I just bought a black choker necklace. And then I did buy a pair of like cheap satin, like elbow length gloves. I did cut the gloves so I could stick my fingers through them so I could use my phone during the race and could right. get, you know, do my do my walks and stuff like that when I was running. And then that was the main things I did. I didn't do mm-hmm. anything else like too fancy or crazy, but even just that, like I, it felt so fun to like run in like a fun, mm-hmm. cute, simple costume. Some people really go all yeah. out. Some people How they run this race in that up. humidity, yeah. dressed the way they are, I have no idea. Yeah, I genuinely don't know mm-hmm. how people run races like fully dressed mm-hmm. up in full costume yes. and like full props and everything. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if I could do that. I think that'd be a bit too much for me. But yeah, but I would definitely say dress up, DIY. It doesn't have to be super expensive. No. I mean, like running clothes are so fun. expensive, but it, it is fun to like invest a little bit into DIY, something just fun. Again, even if you're just wearing like a Disney t-shirt or something like that, it is fun to just have something on to say that you're running and run Disney, especially because everyone else is doing it. So you won't feel si- silly, you know, mm-hmm. dressing up in like a tutu. Lots of people wearing tutus, men and women of men, all ages. Yes. Men, women, everybody. Nope, yeah. Of all ages are wearing mm-hmm. and dressing up in costumes, like mm-hmm. all different sizes of people. It's like, mm-hmm. just go for it. Like this is the race to do it, to have fun. Yeah, like, that's it's a what, fun race. That's what Run Disney's for. And nope, mm-hmm. very few people are running Run Disney races for time. You know, it's like people are running Run Disney races for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, you're, you're not there for a fast time. You're there for a fun time. So that is, that is just the last little thing I want to touch upon. So yeah, if you're running the race this year, good luck, have fun. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone has a great time. I wonder how this year's race will compare to last year's race. I'd be really curious, mm-hmm. especially again, next year, I'll do another recap of my actual race next year. Right. We'll probably do a race recap and a whole trip recap since we're going to go for a whole week too. But yeah, but I'm looking forward to that though. I think that will be super fun. And yeah, let us know too. I, I will have a dedicated Instagram post for the Princess Half Marathon on our Instagram, Spaceship Earth Design. So definitely let us know, are you running the race? And let me know what your race experience is. And again, check out that vlog too, if you're interested in more content, especially more like visual content. I That vlog really goes into depth mm-hmm. and I definitely show a lot during that vlog as well. And again, I will definitely be vlogging in the future, whatever run Disney races that I, I do in the future. All right, so let's transition into just a little bit of Disney news. I say a little bit, I actually have a lot of Disney news, mm-hmm. but that is because we are pre-recording this episode. So I'm going to do a lot of Disney news for this episode and then not a lot for our next episode, which we are filming right after this episode. But first up is that 1900 Park Fair is reopening after a four-year closure at the Grand Floridian on April 10th. So the this will be an updated character dining experience and will be featuring more princesses such as Mirabelle and Tiana. I guess Mirabelle isn't a princess, but she is a famous female mm-hmm. character at this point. You can start making your reservations on March 5th. We haven't really eaten here before because we don't really do character, character dining. character experience. Yeah, we're not yeah. really character dining people, so we don't really eat here, but a lot of people are very excited for 1900 Park Fair. Disney's Typhoon Lagoon will be reopening after its refurbishment on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Very exciting mm-hmm. for Typhoon Lagoon. As part of the Celebrate Soulfully this month in February, make sure you get your Tiana's beignets at Golden Oak Outpost in Magic Kingdom. This is the first time Magic Kingdom is serving beignets for $6.99. We do not know if the beignets will be sticking around for I Tiana's opening for when mm-hmm. like the new Splash Mountain with Tiana. Right. We don't know if they're going to be staying or not, so make sure you get them now. I'm assuming this is like their soft launch to see what their, you know, how much more food they have to order, what right. it'd be like selling out, what yeah, they need to order. I'm hoping they keep them. Yeah, so I'm thinking this is kind of their soft mm-hmm. launch to see like how they could do it full time. So I hope they do keep it full time. The beignets are not Mickey shaped. They are the classic shape that you'd see like in New Orleans. So they just keep that in mind too. If you want the Mickey shaped ones, you still need to go to the, what's it called? Port Orleans Scat Club. Yeah, whatever. Scat Cats Club oh. in Port Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you do still need to go there to get the Mickey shaped ones. I do hope they bring the Mickey shaped ones to Magic Kingdom eventually, but again, we'll see. The topiaries are starting to be seen around Epcot for the Flower and Garden Festival, officially starting on February 28th. Mm-hmm. And Tinkerbell was the first topiary spotted this year. Very exciting, but Moana 
Moana 2 is coming out November 27th, which is actually going to be the same day as Wicked, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> people are saying it's going to be like Moicked or something like that yeah. for Moana and Wicked coming out on the same day. I am so excited for Moana 2. I love the first Moana movie so much and I love the visual they have for it with the whale shark. I love whale sharks. Mm -hmm. A lot of people in my, my real life know. I have a love for narwhals and whale sharks, sharks and then manatees. Those three marine animals are some of my favorites. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Moana 2, so exciting. We also this year have Inside Out 2 coming out on June 14th and Mufasa the Lion King coming out on December 20th. So we have our summer release, Inside Out 2, our Thanksgiving release, Moana 2, and our Christmas release, Mufasa the Lion King. I'm excited for all three of these movies. I think they're all going to be really great. I love both Moana and Inside Out, and I'm very curious to see what Mufasa the Lion King is going to be about since there's been very little information about like what the plot is going to be. Mm -hmm. So very curious to see that. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie will be coming to Disney Plus on March 15th. It will be featuring Cardigan, which was not in the movie release or the rental release, as well as the four other acoustic songs that she filmed when she was in mm. Los Angeles that have also not been released yet. So a lot of people are super excited for it. I also saw online that Disney paid $17 million to have the Eras tour onto Disney Plus. And apparently there's a whole battle between all the streaming services to try to get it and Disney Plus won, which will be interesting to see because as of January, Disney Plus did lose a lot of subscribers. I think like 100,000, over 100,000 subscribers or something like that mm. because they raised their prices mm -hmm. at the end of they 2023. Did, yes. So in January, 2024, a lot of people, you know, canceled those subscriptions. So wondering to see if they think this will help bring people back. I guess we'll see. I don't really know. I wonder too if they're going to buy Reputation as well, the Reputation Stadium Tour. The Reputation Stadium Tour previously was on Netflix for as mm. many years as it has been out. Oh. And then in December 2023, it ended on Netflix. So now that is up for grabs too. Mm. So I wonder if Disney's trying to get, you know, some kind of deal to have that one as well. They do have Taylor's, the Folklore, the Long Studio Pond Sessions. I forget exactly what it's called, but they do have the Folklore Sessions too when she filmed that live also on Disney Plus. So the only thing they would not have is the Miss Americana documentary that she mm. did a couple years ago. However, I think that was filmed with Netflix. I don't think that could ever yeah, leave that, Netflix. I was going to say, I thought that was a special. Yes. Yeah, so I wonder, again, maybe Disney's just trying to buy up all of Taylor's stuff. Who knows? But very interesting though. And very excited to see the Eras Tour movie again, because I saw it in theaters. I saw that in Philadelphia. I would love to see it again in either Miami, New Orleans, or somewhere in Canada, but probably it's not going to happen because mm -hmm. it's very expensive. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the amount you spend for one night to see the, that, you can spend on a whole Disney trip. Right, week. So go so, a whole week somewhere. Just expensive. Disney announced a partnership with Epic Games. Epic Games is the responsible mm. for Fortnite. I have never played Fortnite a day in my life. I do know it's a popular game, it. obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a big game. Lots of people love Fortnite. So a lot of people are interested in see what this partnership with Epic Games is going to look like. Mm -hmm. I would love to play Disney Dreamlight Valley. I've actually never played before. I've heard from everyone that I would love it because I love simulation games like that. And my friend Tyler is a big Dreamlight Valley player. He keeps telling me I would love it. So I'm curious to see what the partnership with Epic Games will be and what new games that Disney will come out with. Some more movie news. Zootopia 2 will release in 2025 and Frozen 3 and Toy Story 5 will release in 2026 and beyond is what it says. So lots of sequels, prequels, and even more. I can't believe we're on Toy Story 5. That's crazy. I know. Also love too, they're just adding numbers to the end of every single movie now. So <laughs> don't have, like to, have worry Moana about, 2 don't have to worry out. about a title. <laughs> yeah, like Moana 2, Inside Out 2, Zootopia 2, Frozen 3, Toy Story 5, <laughs> lots of sequels. But we do have Elio coming out next year. I can't, I know I'm saying that right. Elio, Elio. Oh, I don't know. That's going to be in the, that. one of the new Pixar movies oh, that's okay. coming out next year. So that will be the first at least for, mm -hmm. for next year. The last little bit of Disney news at season two of Percy Jackson and the Olympians has finally been confirmed. Everyone was waiting for the confirm of season two. So oh, everyone I'm thought- only it, halfway through season one. Okay. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I really loved it. I thought it was a great TV show. Everyone thought and assumed it was going to be renewed for season two, but for some mm -hmm. reason, Disney really Yeah, I don't even like that kind it. of stuff and I actually liked it. Yeah, and no, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. I think the way they filmed it is really great. Mm -hmm. I would keep in mind that I think it, it obviously 
it is a children's show. So just keep that in mind when you watch it because some people are saying they wish it was it darker. Oh, I yeah. do think the show is already pretty dark for a kid's yeah, show. I think so, <laughs> so too. I feel like it is pretty dark and scary for a kid's show. Let's keep in mind. Right. But some people are saying they wish it was darker. Although, again, keep in mind that main characters are supposed to be 12 years old. <laughs> They're not supposed to be adults. So, right. But yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought I was doing great. So I'm excited to see season two. All right. So on to some Disney birthdays. I don't think we have any Disney birthdays this week. And I say that because I kind of messed up some of my notes here. Yeah, no Disney birthdays this week. So I'm just looking at my notes. So yeah, so there's no Disney birthdays and we have no birthdays in our real life as well. So that leads us to our final segment of the podcast, our Disney memory. Do you have a Disney memory, mom? Well, no, my Disney memory is only watching the race. I mean, when you talk about it for a Disney memory, if we're going for that, it was just being there. You know, it's fun. It's fun for us. It's fun for you. It's, you know, it's just nice to be there. We had a really great family vacation while we were there. So that's really just my memory is just being there at, you know, at the, at the finish line, just watching all these people come over that finish line. And, you know, you're constantly waiting, going, where is she? Where is she? She coming? There she is. There she is. You know, that kind of memory. I know. I have that too when you're running because it's very hard to spot people kind of in the crowd. It's one of those things where you think it'd be very easy to be like mm-hmm. my parents saying, like, we're standing right here. This is the right exact spot. But then when you're running and you're looking at a crowd, there are a lot of people mm-hmm. you're suddenly running past and you're trying to pick out the exact base that you're looking for. And sometimes you can pick it out quite quickly, especially my dad. Usually is who I see first because my dad is over six foot. So I yeah, usually see, see him, him first because he's quite tall. He's also usually waving like crazy. Yeah, so I can usually spot my dad first, but yeah. And then quickly after I see my mom and then my, my, my partner as well. But yeah, but it is hard sometimes mm-hmm. when you're running and I have missed them before during, I think the Philadelphia half marathon, one of the love run half marathon. I didn't see you guys at all. It wasn't until afterwards when you That's showed right. me the photos. I we, realized we, we were waved, but you said, yeah, you didn't yeah, see I us. Didn't, and even when I look at the photos, you can tell I didn't see them mm-hmm. at all that. It just went, went straight through. So yeah, it can be kind of hard to spot people. So if you are a runner, just keep that in mind that it is a bit hard to spot them. So don't feel bad if you can't find your family in the crowd. It's, it's what happens sometimes, you know, given that's why some people have the big posters and special like bells or whatever that they're right. playing that they try to make it easier to, to, to stand out from the crowd. But it is kind of hard though. But so yeah, too, that's a really big memory as well to like run races and to see your family, to cross the finish line. Every time you cross the finish line, it is always such a sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Run Disney and other races often will announce people who are crossing the finish line. Mm-hmm. I have actually only ever been announced once when I'm crossing a finish, finish line. And that is because when you cross, if there's a lot of people crossing, they can only announce they can so only do people. so much. So just depending upon when they're announcing someone, they could have announced the person before you or they could be announcing a person that was right behind you. However, when I ran my most recent marathon in Niagara Falls in Canada, mm-hmm. I crossed completely by myself. Tough. So I did hear them say that Amanda from the United States Thanks, of America, America, which I thought was so funny, right. is crossing the finish line. I love that because usually mm-hmm. I never say I'm from the US. I just say yeah. which state I'm from. But yeah, Amanda from the United States of America crossed the finish line by myself completely. No one else around me. So that's because I ran well, that was also easy well. when we saw you at the half mark too, because there was nobody where we were yeah. like, when we were waiting for you. So that was an easier race to see everybody. Yeah, it is. It is easier when it's not too crowded. But yeah, run Disney is a little bit different Mm -hmm. because obviously for safety, people cannot be standing along the highway. (laughs) There's no place to park, even if you wanted to go to the highway. There's only a few spectator spots. And then again, unless the park is open. Once the parks are open, it is a little bit different. But these races, but for the half marathon, it's like the whole race is kind of done by the time the park is open. Done by the time they're going to get anywhere near Yeah, really only the marathon has like the parks will open when people are still running the race. And that's kind of why they only do it once a year, just for Mm -hmm. safety precautions. But yeah, but it is definitely fun to see your family and friends. So if you're a family member or, you know, going to see someone else run, or if you have no one running, just know it's very exciting to see people mm-hmm. running, to cheer people on. I, I always say anyone can run a race. I believe in you. Yes. If you, even if you're like, I could never do that. I was once you too. I never thought I'd run a oh, day in my just... life. And then one day I was running in, you know, through Magic Kingdom, Epcot mm-hmm. and Kingdom Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely do it too, if you would like to. Again, I think when, like my mom was saying, one of the biggest challenges is just getting up Getting in the up that early in the morning and going out to do it. But I believe mm-hmm. in you. I think anyone can do it. And mm-hmm. I think run Disney is a really perfect way to do your first race. Because it's fun. Yeah. 
yes for your first race it's especially super fun Mm -hmm. it's everything feels like a big deal when you're running the race everything is super exciting as opposed to some local races that can sometimes just be a regular race which Mm -hmm. is fun too it has its own memories and special you know things tied to it but run disney is definitely special so good luck to everyone who is running i hope everyone has a really great time i can't wait to see the photos of the costumes that everyone's wearing definitely if you want to just dm me your costume Mm -hmm. i will feature you on our instagram if you would like i would love to see what people are wearing and how much fun everyone's having i wish i was running it this year with you but again a little spoiler but next year i do next year we'll be planning for next year yep so that will be fun all right thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode of the podcast and yeah we